The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bolin Branch sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They're made from the rarest organic cotton and designed to get even softer over time. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee plus 15% off your first order with code Odyssey. So head to B-O-L-L and branch.com today. Exclusions apply. See site for details. It's time for You Better You Bet. We'll give you an edge to beat the spread and so much more. What do we call that? Wagertainment. It's You Better You Bet from BetQL. Hour number two, You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. PJ Glasser and Ryan Horvath filling in for Nick Costos and Ken Barkley. We are over on Stadium now, so make sure you guys go to watchstadium.com. You can check us out. Over there from 4 to 6 o'clock Eastern Time. We'll be with you for the next two hours. We also are still on Sirius Channel 160 and Sirius XM 205. And we remain on twitch.tv slash betql, youtube.com backslash odyssey sports. And right here on the betql network. Check us out on the Odyssey app. We're running through recapping all the AFC divisional round matchups. And uh, Chiefs Bills, we were talking as we were going to break, Ryan, about Sean McDermott and Buffalo and what's next. For them, I mean, they just they can't get through the Chiefs. We see this in sports, right? I mean, so many times across all different sports, there are certain teams that just can't get by other teams, and the Bills just cannot get past the Chiefs. It's like the Rockets and the Warriors, right? I mean, they just couldn't get by them. Um, so what do you think the Bills have to do outside of getting rid of Sean McDermott? Like, is it just that simple? Like, get a new head coach and you beat the Chiefs, or... What what has to happen next? Yeah, it's a great question because I don't know that you could beat Patrick Mahomes. He's like the classic movie villain. I mean, that's what we talked about all week where we are getting Mahomes as a dog. We're getting Mahomes as a dog again this weekend. I don't know that I'm going to be betting Mahomes this weekend, but I loved him against Buffalo just because, I mean, um, with the Bills, man, I mean, I don't know that it's just as easy as you fire Sean McDermott because they've had a bunch of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, the last two years... They've been without Trey White, their best cover corner. Matt Milano was playing like an all-pro, and then you lose him for the season. I mean, Von Miller did absolutely nothing. He looks washed, and you paid him a bunch of money. Uh, offensively, I really like what they look like once they made the uh, change, as, uh, once they fired Ken Dorsey, you know, at offensive coordinator. And even in that game, the first three quarters, 
I thought that they were going to, I thought we were on the wrong side in that game. I thought that the Bills' Super Bowl futures were going to come home because they were able to do whatever they wanted on the ground. Like they were just punking the Chiefs. And I love the Chiefs' defense, but the Chiefs' defense is built to play with the lead. They have a really good secondary. They're good at getting after the quarterback. But the first three quarters, they couldn't stop the run. And that was kind of their issue all season long. But then in the fourth quarter, Spags makes the right adjustments and just the dudes on the defensive line stepped up. Like Chris Jones, not really known as a run defender, was awesome. Like, Look at the rushing numbers, though. Josh Allen, 12 carries, 72 yards. James Cook, 18 carries, 61 yards. Ty Johnson had seven carries for 40 yards. But in the fourth quarter, like, the Chiefs just completely shut down the run. So I I just, I don't know how you get past the Chiefs until Patrick Mahomes is gone, man. But Josh Allen's not the issue. The issue, though, I don't really know. uh, Because they had zero explosive plays in that game. I think the Chiefs had like five. So they didn't have one play over 20 yards in that entire game. Stephon Diggs, he's most likely gone. What did he have? Three catches for 21 yards on eight targets. Had those two big drops. Oh, that one down the field. Yeah. I mean, so I don't know that it's just as simple as bringing in a new head coach, bringing in like Bill Belichick, but I definitely think that helps. You got to stay healthier on the defensive side of the ball. I think you need another wide receiver. The problem is you're not going to be able to pay a bunch of money for you know, like a, like a T Higgins. So you're going to have to hit on somebody in the draft. Right. Good thing is this is one of the deeper wide receiver classes probably ever. I love this wide receiver class. And uh, yeah, I do think that they have to make a change because I mean, how many more years are we going to see the same thing in the playoffs? They got to do something here. And Josh Allen's not going anywhere. He's not the reason they lost that game. No, he's not. I agree with you. I thought Allen played great. Um, And look, Buffalo, they were honestly fortunate that they had a chance to tie the game or win it at the end because McCole Hardman fumbled that ball in the end zone or it should have been a two-score game. This was my problem, though, with Buffalo heading into the postseason is they were 6-6 and after that loss to Philadelphia and then heading into their bye week. They had to win the final five games of the season, right? to win the division. They thought going into the final week that they might have to win just to make the playoffs. And then once you get in, you're obviously going to have to win your next three games. And I just think that wear and tear, playing must-win games week after week after week, finally caught up with them. Those injuries on defense caught up with them. And Mahomes only had to throw the ball 23 times in that game. You know what I mean? I mean, Pacheco, they were controlling the ball on the ground. Defense made enough stops for the Chiefs at the end. So... I uh, I still think Buffalo was the better team. I just think it was a tough spot for them. Yeah. Keep in mind, too, Kansas City played Miami the week before on a Saturday, right? They yeah. had eight days of rest, whereas the Bills played on that game against Pittsburgh on a Monday. They only had six days. So it was, it was a tough spot. With all that being said, they still had a chance there to tie the game. I did sprinkle a little overtime at plus 775, so... When Bass missed that field goal, even though I think Mahomes would have let him down, there was a lot of time left, so I still think Chiefs would have won thirty to twenty-seven. But that was a uh, that was a bad beat there. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair that, to say that Buffalo was the more talented, the better team. I mean, especially if they were healthy in the game, because I mean, we hated the Chiefs all season long. Not we, but people did because they led the league in drops. Their best wide receiver was a rookie. Travis Kelsey, especially the second half of the season, looked washed. But you know what to expect once we get to the playoffs. He's going to have at least six receptions, 60-plus yards, and a couple touchdowns in these big games because him and Mahomes are just on another level together. And then the defensive side of the ball, I love Spags. You know what they're going to do? They're going to blitz a ton. But, like, in that game, Pacheco steps up, which, yeah, I probably expected going into that game. But MVS with those two big catches – like, I mean, I've been watching MVS for the last six years. I I, I never expect that. Yeah. And uh, they just stepped up. Everybody made a play except for um, 
Well, I mean, there was a couple dudes that didn't step up and make a play, I guess you could say, in that game. You can't be fumbling the game, uh, fumbling the ball uh, in the red zone, obviously. But, oh, man, yeah, what a game. One of the better games I've seen the last couple of years, other than, you know, Chiefs-Bills a couple of years ago. But Tyler Bass, that's the other thing, though. Uh, I was distracted there for a second. I thought I saw some breaking news. We'll get to that in a minute, though. I was, uh, like, with Sean McDermott, why I think he sucks, though, is what you just said, though. Tyler Bass, and, and you could put this on Josh Allen, not taking anything underneath, not looking at the clock. Because, I mean, you want to score in that situation. You want the touchdown. You don't want to give the ball back to Mahomes. But you also have to be looking at the clock, and you don't want to give the ball back to Mahomes with a minute 20 to go, for sure. You know what I mean? So, like, he's not taking anything underneath, yep. and he's looking for the deep shot in the end zone. And then you bring out Tyler Bass. And that's the thing, like, with McDermott. I mean, what the hell are you expecting even kicking that field goal? You're giving the ball to Mahomes with a minute and 20 seconds left. I mean, I know that you had to do it because it's fourth down, but how do you think that ends, giving the ball to Mahomes with a minute and 20 seconds? I'm going to say that with the Chiefs win. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Especially with the way the he was carving up the Bills' defense. So, you're right. The clock management at the end of the game. How about when they played Kansas City the first time around? And do you remember how they mismanaged that clock in the regular season? I think they threw a pass to Diggs when they could have ran it and, like, forced Kansas City to use the timeout or take 40 seconds off the clock. So, yeah, bad uh, bad clock management there by the Bills. Another tough loss for them in the playoffs as Josh Allen cannot get through Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs. Maybe Lamar Jackson can, though, Ryan, because Lamar and Patrick Mahomes are facing off for the first time in the playoffs. On BetMGM right now, the Ravens are favored by three and a half points, and the betting splits on Ravens minus three and a half is 50-50. Just what you want in a spread. Right down the middle, and that's the way I feel about the spread. I think at minus three, I like Baltimore. I think at plus four, I like the Chiefs. I think at minus three and a half, even though I'd almost always go with the underdog, I think I would still lean towards the Ravens just because what's tough about this game is Mahomes. That's that's what's tough, right? It's it's betting against him as an underdog. He's 9-1-1 against the spread. He's so good in the playoffs. This is sixth straight AFC championship game. But the Ravens are better. Like, there's no question in my mind that they're the better team. Like, they could be historically good, Ryan. How many teams have we seen that are as balanced offense, defense, special teams as the Ravens are? They have the MVP at quarterback in Lamar. Their defense won the triple crown this yeah. season. Le- most uh, Least amount of points per game allowed, most takeaways, and most sacks. Tied for first or first in all three of those categories. Then they got Justin Tucker as their kicker. They check off all three boxes. Harbaugh's a great coach. Um, they're so well coached. OC, DC as well with Munkin and with Mike McDonald. And the Ravens this year have won 11 games against teams with a winning uh, above a winning record, 500 win percentage or more. They've won nine of those 11 games by double digits. Yeah. So, you know, they've gone up against so many good teams, and more often than not, these games aren't even close. Now, I do think Kansas City keeps it close. I do think it's a one-score game, and 87% of the money right now is on the over, as you would imagine, in a game between Mahomes and Lamar. But... You know, the Chiefs offense has struggled against good defenses this year. And I think right now they're a little overrated offensively because they went up against the Bills defense that was so banged up. They went against the Miami defense that was so banged up that we kind of forget about what they look like against the Raiders on Christmas Day. Or we forget about some of their performances towards the end of the regular season. Cincinnati, they weren't able to score enough touchdowns. 
man, I think the Ravens match up well with them. Like, they're going to be able to put Kyle Hamilton on Travis Kelsey. Marlon Humphrey's probably going to be back. Their pass rush gave C.J. Stroud so much trouble. Joe Tooney's dealing with an injury right now. They're going to want to run the ball with Pacheco, and the Ravens are good against the run. So, I like this matchup for Baltimore. I just, you know me. I'll tell you if I think you should bet against the Ravens, even though I'm a fan. I'm very scared of every game. I was scared last week of Houston. I thought if they could get past that game, though, that they would play much looser, much more free in this game. M&T Bank is going to be on fire on Sunday. And uh, I like the Ravens in the game. That money line is also gone from minus 160 all the way up to minus 190 now, which is the way I was kind of liking the game, too, is yeah. taking the Ravens on the money line. Do you think there's any chance McCole Hardman's going to uh, get any touches in this game? I would say no. No, I don't either. Oh, well, I was distracted, though. So it looks like Harbaugh and the Chargers are going to be a done deal here. And it looks like also uh, Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, and his son him. Jay are both going to go with. Uh, and I saw this a couple hours ago. Aaron Wilson had it, who covers the NFL and the Texans for KPRC2, but saw a couple different tweets. So it's looking like that's going to be a thing. Uh, I'm excited as a uh, Justin Herbert fan. But, man, I mean, so you said it, though. Like, uh, in this game, I think this is a really good matchup for Baltimore. The Bills, I mean, that was their issue, man, the defensive side of the ball. Same thing last year. Like, they couldn't get any pass rush the second half of the season once they lost Von Miller. And then even though he was out there, like, his body was out there, that's not Von Miller anymore. And they couldn't get any pressure on Mahomes. They didn't have, in fact, if you look at it, I'm looking at it right now, no Bills player had more than two quarterback pressures. And because of that, Mahomes just sat there in a clean pocket, nine completions, two scores on 11 targets uh, against Buffalo's cornerback. So not when he was targeting the linebackers at the middle of the field. So he just picked apart their secondary, their DBs, nine completions, two scores on just 11 targets. But I mean, you look at Baltimore, the way that they're going to be able to match up, they could play zone. They could also play a ton of man. They're going to be able to get pressure. I really like Mahomes rushing yards. Uh, no matter what number you got, it went under because of the kneel downs. He finished with 19. So even if you had the 21 and a half, you didn't get it last week. But I do like it because I think he's going to have to use his legs in this game. Mm -hmm. But I just like Baltimore doesn't really have a weakness when fully healthy. H having Humphrey back would be huge. But I mean, Patrick Queen, Roquan Smith, both pretty good in coverage. I like this matchup. And, then, too. and then I think it's going to be a big game for Lamar. You know, yep. he got the playoff win. Now he got another playoff win. I know he's got the one regular season win over Mahomes, but how huge would it be for his legacy and his doubters if he was able to uh, get this one this weekend? And, That'd you know, I think the Ravens wanted the Chiefs. I really do. You know, because they know how good they are, but they also know that even though there wouldn't be an asterisk, like, you know, if you're going to win a Super Bowl in the AFC, you got to go through Mahomes, right? I got to tell you, too, this Ravens Super Bowl run right now that they could potentially be on feels extremely similar to back in 2012-13 when they won it with Joe Flacco. So the first game that they played was against an AFC South rookie quarterback when they went up against Andrew Luck. And then, obviously, they faced C.J. Stroud. Then... Joe Flacco had to go up against a couple of legends and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and Lamar's playing Mahomes this week. And then, of course, in the Super Bowl that year, the Ravens got San Francisco and who could be waiting for them potentially is San Francisco. So the way it's all shaping out, Ryan, I uh, think the Ravens get it done this week. I'm looking at the Chiefs, though. I thought a great stat that uh, I heard from one of uh, my guys, Mike Danger, out in Rochester this week. Um regarding the Chiefs before their game against Buffalo on Sunday, Kansas City was one and four this season against teams that had made the playoffs. They lost to Detroit, they lost to Philly, 
Buffalo in the regular season and Green Bay. Their only win came against the Dolphins in Germany. That was it. And everybody beat the Dolphins this year. Exactly. Every playoff team, at least, except for the Cowboys. And in those games that Kansas City lost, their offense scored 17 against the Bills, 19 against the Packers, 17 against the Eagles. They scored 21 in that win against the Dolphins, and then they scored 20 against Detroit. All of those games were low-scoring games. Um, Yeah. and, And they just, you know, their offense just couldn't get going. So... I know a lot of people are looking at Lamar and Mahomes and they're seeing a short total of 44 and a half, but both these teams got good defenses. Yeah. I could see it being like a 23-17, 23-20 kind of game. I think it goes under. Um, but yeah, I, I do like the Ravens to win the game. My favorite bet, player prop-wise, is Patrick Mahomes over 36 and a half pass attempts. The six games that the Chiefs have lost this year, five of those six games, he's gone 37 or more pass attempts. So that's their script. When they're trailing, they're, you know, they're not running the ball as much. They lean on Mahomes. They throw it a lot. And if you like the Ravens, like, you know, I do and like you do, I think that's a good correlation is taking Mahomes over the passing attempts. I like the attempts. Took over on the rushing yards. I also took uh, Gus Edwards over rushing yards. I think that's what this game comes down to, man, is you could run the ball on the Chiefs. Baltimore is going to have to run the ball. Lamar is going to have to use his legs. They're going to have to take some shots down the field. They're going to have to use a little bit of play action. And then, like, defensively, they're going to have to get after Mahomes. But I do like the matchup against Kelsey because Kyle Hamilton. You know, and he, yeah, you could line him up all over the place. So I like Baltimore. I like the under. That was the first bet that I placed uh, on Monday morning. We will uh, will discuss some more player props in that game, and then we will discuss Lions and 49ers. Can the Detroit Lions make it to the Super Bowl? Ryan and I discuss that next. You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) On the BetQL Network. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.